from MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi, joined today by Kamel King. There'll be no shortage of great things to get into throughout Mississippi this weekend, and particularly this Saturday. Thacker Mountain Radio, a show you've probably heard on this station before, is making its way to Clinton Saturday, and we'll tell you about the lineup. The Bentonia Blues Festival has a great story. We'll share it with you and tell you what to expect at this year's festival. MPB's Education Department is making sure kids still learn during the summer, and we'll have more on that. We'll also have Milton Chambliss of Port Gibson in the studio to tell us a little bit more about the United States Colored Troops of the Vicksburg Campaign. And not last but not least, we've got Mississippi's Bicentennial North Celebration. If you'd like to talk about local events in your area, give us a call at 877-MPB-RING. We'll be right back after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi, joined today by my good friend and colleague, Kamel King. Yeah. It's going to be a big Saturday in Mississippi, and we have all of the details for you. Thacker Mountain Radio is hitting the road. The Bentonia Blues Festival's four-decade celebration continues. MPB is all about summer learning, and a huge bicentennial celebration is brewing in North Mississippi. Uh, Kamel, it's great to have you with me today. Thank you so much for having me back again. I love coming. Well, you, you know, Kamel often sits in uh, for me when I'm on the road uh, with Sharita on the show, so yeah. I think this may be one of the first times we've gotten to share the, the waves together. This is the first time, and I like it. <laughs> well, um, I'm going to just take an opportunity to uh, promptly embarrass Kamel oh. and uh, let everyone know that I was really proud that uh, you were named of one of Jackson Free Press's uh, guys we love and their recent special issue. So congratulations on that. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, big honor. And uh, I am so humbled and I appreciate Jackson Free Press for even recognizing my little old self. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, to know you is to love you. And um, we've got a lot going on in tour around the state. I know that I took a road trip yesterday to Oxford, Mississippi to square away some details for our big uh, bicentennial celebration yeah. happening um, uh, next weekend in Oxford. There's going to be just a week-long uh, smorgasbord of activities all through uh, Oxford, the community, campus. So getting really excited about that and hope everyone will make plans to join us for that weekend in the Grove. We'll talk a little bit more about that later in the show. Um, but first off, let's Let's get into it and welcome our first guest, Ricky Nations. Uh, Ricky, uh, great to have you in the studio. Oh, thank you. Good to be with you. Now, Ricky, you're with Arts Council of Clinton. That's correct. Tell our listeners a little bit about what that means. Well, the Arts Council of, of Clinton is uh, to support the arts and the uh, different endeavors that artists and musicians and writers might have within the Clinton area. So that's kind of basically what we do as well as give scholarships to students that uh, uh, with art-related uh, endeavors as well, and uh, 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 grants to teachers um, uh, who have uh, mixed in the arts within their curriculum to come about something that uh, really is uh, a good way for students to learn. Well, in Clinton, you know, I think most people know Clinton for the college there. MC is, yeah. is in Clinton. But you guys have a very rich artistic legacy. Really do. I passed a... Uh, 
a painting for Wyatt Waters when I came in the studio here. So uh, Wyatt, of course, is downtown, and uh, uh, Barry Hanna and a number of others who have come out of Clinton um, that, that, like I said, art, does make a good art history. And so what is your uh, what is your artistic community look like today in Clinton? Uh, the Old Town area is really starting to develop, and we have a number of artists. Uh, Wyatt has kind of his own little church that uh, have about four or five artists that meet each week, and they do their thing. And uh, the uh, Ink Slingers of Clinton uh, are doing their part with uh, uh, coming about uh, literary works that they come up with and published a book last year. Uh, and we're working on getting the theater in Clinton going once again. Clinton looks really, really good. I love passing through there and the architecture and, like you said, the old uh, downtown area. What really caused you guys to just start embracing artists and, and expressing it through uh, just embracing them and, and giving all of the artists a platform? Well, to me, that's one of the least expensive things that you can do as a community is to embrace the arts. And you know, a lot of times when you see budgets being cut, that's one of the first things that they seem to cut, which really kind of baffles me because... You know, no artist really ever caused a whole lot of trouble, at least at least not, you know, the type that we have in our area. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so generally they do nothing but help to, to make your area a more enriching place to live. Uh, and so it kind of baffles me sometimes when that's the first thing we go to to cut. Yeah. Well, certainly. And, you know, uh, I know that you guys are, you know, really growing your your main street and there's a lot of great activity happening there. And uh, this weekend, you've got a a big event coming to town. Tell uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Well, this will be our second year in a row. Thacker comes to um, Clinton and it'll be at Clinton High School at 6 p.m. tomorrow. Uh, And we've got Caroline Hearing, who was one of the uh, co-founders i think of thacker mountain that'll be there with us and she'll she's a folk singer that's now in decatur georgia and uh her family is from canton originally and so she'll come home on father's day weekend and be able to be with her family and uh rick cleveland who's most everybody knows it's a sports columnist and author will be there and he should be pretty interesting um to do the literary part of the show and then we'll finish up with uh clinton native jerica singleton and jerica's is going to come back to the auditorium this time at Clinton High School, but he really made his name at Clinton High School further down the hallway in the gymnasium where he was a basketball player. Wow. So, and, and he was a pretty good basketball player, went on and played at uh, Southern Miss for about three years until he had a pretty severe ankle injury and wound up finishing out at William Carey. But uh, really good blues musician, somebody – it's very odd to me. Last year we had Eddie Cotton who played for us, and he's a Clinton native. And then we have Jerichus, and when you think of – the blues, you don't necessarily think of Clinton, Mississippi, but there are those are two good blues musicians that are, are coming out of Clinton, Mississippi. So it's, I'm really excited for uh, for him to come back home and for Caroline to be able to make her kind of homecoming back in this area and with Thacker once again. Well, Ricky, that is fantastic. I did not realize, and I guess remembering now, Eddie did say he comes from Keith oh, Clinton. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, He's a Clinton and high pro- Yeah, and you guys produced Jerika's. He just killed it at the Chicago Blues Festival. Uh, Visit Mississippi was blessed enough to be a sponsor of the Chicago Blues Festival, and he was one of the headliners on the Mississippi Juke Joint stage. And when I tell you 15 
hundred people were crowded around the stage, and it was like a sea of people. So I know you guys are really proud of him. Well, Thacker is kind of like uh, gives you the opportunity, almost like if you were a relief pitcher. You've got about thirteen to fifteen minutes to give us your best pitches, and so Jerika's <laughs> tomorrow will have about thirteen to fifteen minutes of the show as, as well. The other uh, people that, that are featured. Uh, so tomorrow, I hope he brings his good stuff for us yeah. and really uh, brings it home for us. Well, and yeah, the lineup really sounds like it's something very specific or special to Clinton. Do you work with Thacker Mountain Radio on that? I ha- well, the last couple of years, I've kind of chosen the people that we've had, and they helped me uh, you know, to secure everyone. But my goal is to try to get people that are from the Tri-County area if I can. So uh, both years we've been able to do that. Last year we had Marshall Ramsey and Claire Holly and um, Eddie, like I said. Uh, so the idea is to get people that are either in the area or from the area. And uh, hopefully uh, people can relate to them and be proud that they're back with us. And uh, the first Thacker that I actually saw was out in Raymond, Mississippi. And uh, that's where I first heard Eddie Cotton. And Dorothy Moore was there who lives in Jackson. And um Treadway that was the uh, Poet Laureate. Natasha, right. She was there, and I thought, is this not a great show or what? And so that's kind of what I've tried to pattern it after, something along those lines. Um, And hopefully we've been successful. And so this is your second year to do this. So, you know, here we are, the three of us in this little studio. We've got uh, Sharita behind the glass back there. What do you think, uh, what's the magic about seeing this live radio program? You know, it's, it's almost like a throwback. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things that, to be honest with you, you you just don't see kind of, it's more like a variety type show. You just don't see that. And it's a fun, kind of wholesome show. If you're, if you want to bring somebody with you, you don't have to worry about them being offended by something. It's just going to be an entertaining show. And, and we kind of joked last year, you know, folks at Thacker and myself, that if you don't like the first performer, then maybe you'll like the second one. And if you don't like the second one, well, maybe you'll like the third one. If you don't like the thermal, then you can go home because the show's over. I mean, it's just it's, a, it's an hour-long program, and hopefully we've got something for everybody. Uh, and I think we do. I know last year, generally what you see at the Clinton High School Auditorium is the Attaché Show Choir, who does a great job as uh, either number one or two or three nationally every year, year in, year out. And you'll have honors days and who's who's and what have you. And last year, when everybody came out after Eddie Cotton lit the place up, I mean, noisy, excited people. Can we have this again? And so we had to have Thacker again, and I think we'll have a very similar show tomorrow. Well, so. that's great. That's great. And I know if if you're maybe not happy with any of the performers or the or the you know the the writers, you, everybody's happy with Jim Dees. I mean, the guy's that's just right. got the greatest <laughs> personality around. Now uh, the show begins at seven. Um, what are some details? No, show starts at six. Show starts at six. There we go. Uh, let me know what um, what people need to to know to get there and uh, get involved. Okay, four zero one four zero one Arrow Drive is where the uh, high school is. So. Um, Either come all down to Natchez Trace and work your way up Pine Haven, um, about one mile at the most, and, and Ara Drive will be over to the right, or come straight through Clinton on uh, uh, get off I twenty and come up uh, Spring Ridge Road going north, and it'll turn into Pine Haven, and then you'll go underneath the trace, and like I said, just beyond there is Ara Drive. Be there. Uh, if you could, about 15 minutes or more ahead of time, because the show, if all goes well, will start at 6, and it will end at 7. And since it's being recorded live, 
you don't necessarily want a lot of people coming in and out of the door. You want yeah. everybody seated and uh, ready to go. So that's a good thing. Tickets will be fifteen dollars. Uh, you can buy them at the door, or you can buy them online at uh, www.artscouncilofclinton.org. O R G. So um, hopefully we'll have a good crowd. We had about five hundred people last year. It's auditorium oh, seven hundred and seven. So when mm-hmm. I saw that number, I was like, oh my! And hopefully yeah. that we could could do well with that, and we did last year. Um, so hopefully we'll have the same results this year. And and I'm gonna guarantee you one thing. All right. You're gonna like Act One. You're yeah. gonna like Act Two. You're gonna <laughs> like, like Three. So don't don't worry about not liking something. It's gonna be a good show. And that's the truth. That's the truth. I think um, uh, Rick Cleveland is like the most award winning uh, sports writer in Mississippi he history. Yes. So I know he's got a really strong fan base as well. Exactly. Well, Ricky, we really appreciate you being in. We want to thank you uh, for coming in the studio. It really uh, is nice to have uh, people, you know, here yeah, in I'm person, sure right? Yes, exactly. And so, folks, you can catch Thacker Mountain Radio Hour tomorrow night, Saturday night, um, in Clinton at six p.m. We're going to take a quick break, and any local events you want to share, call eight seven seven MPB Ring. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back. On my way to the top and I can feel it Drop the top on my future, no ceiling This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi, joined today by Camille King. The Bentonia Blues Festival has an amazing lineup this Saturday. I plan to be there. Uh, really looking forward to getting back to Bentonia. And I uh, want to welcome on the line, we've got Michael Scholes here uh, to tell us more. Welcome, Michael. Yeah, hi, I'm here. All right, great, great. Well, welcome to Next Stop Mississippi. We're uh, really excited to hear a little more about the 2017 Bentonia Blues Festival this Saturday, June 17th. Yeah, it's uh, it's the 45th uh, festival. It was started in 1972. Um, it was started as a as like a family reunion, and they had music because uh, the family owned the uh, the Bluefront Cafe, the, the juke joint in Bentonia. So they knew musicians, and people started to come, and it just kind of grew into a festival, and they've been having it ever since. Well, and I know um, the year that I came over for the Bentonia Blues Festival, it was kind of like out on some land, sort of out in a field. Are you guys yeah. still doing that, or are you back um, at the Bluefront Cafe? No, we uh, uh, we found that it was it was cooler, and people had places to stretch out, and and uh, and you know there's there's shade trees and things, and so it was just a much more relaxed environment, um, and you know the. I guess because it started as a blue, as a family reunion, um, you know the whole atmosphere is just—it's like one big uh, um, backyard kind of barbecue with music from all over the world. So, Michael, Michael, the uh, uh, festival has grown from hundreds of people to now thousands and thousands. Uh, what are your numbers looking like over the past couple of years? Uh, you know, it's. I wish I knew how many people came because since we don't charge admission, it's hard to keep track. Um, 
but you know, I, I would say there's probably at least uh, two and a half to four thousand people. Wow, wow! And it's all on an open uh, open area where people can bring their lawn chairs and yep. and make yep. a full family event and and bring the entire family and kind of just cool out, huh? Yeah, and a lot of the local families and and a lot you know they use it as a, their own family reunions, and you see a lot of the same people from. Um, you know, from Minnesota and Seattle and um, Illinois, and there's people from Germany who come every year. There's the last two years there was people from Argentina who kept coming back. So um, people make it kind of an annual event because it's such a relaxed environment. And, and one of the nice things about it is is that uh, the, the musicians who come to play, um, if they have like if they're supposed to go on at three o'clock, they don't show up at two. And then leave at three, you know, three forty-five or four o'clock when they're done. They hang out all day. So, yeah. Um, if you if it's a musician that you like, you'll get a chance to talk to them and get an autograph, some pictures, talk to them about what you know what makes them tick or whatever. Well, Michael, we definitely want to hear a little bit more about Saturday's lineup, but um, you've got a really special sort of opening event for this year's festival. So, tell us about that. Uh, well, this year, yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's one of those things that I sometimes still can't believe, but uh, when for Mississippi's bicentennial, they were looking for something that would represent the state, and they decided to uh, to make it about the blues because Mississippi is is so famous for the blues, and it, it's given it's given the the country and and really the world its music. Uh, and they they decided to use an image of of Jimmy Duck Holmes. Uh, the festival organizer for the stamp. So there's a stamp dedication ceremony starting at 1130. Um, and there'll be special cancellation stamps. Uh, they're available only. Uh, there's one that's available today and tomorrow. There's the post office has a, a truck at the blue front right now. Oh, uh, cool. Just helping them set up uh, before we got on the call. And then there's a special cancellation Friday or Saturday. It's only available that day. And then there's first day cover uh, caches with uh, you know a special image on it, and um, Haley Barber is going to be there to say a few words, and Dick Waterman, uh, one of the one of the you know legends of, of of the blues in terms of he found Sunhouse and and represented Skip James, who's from Bentonia, and a lot of the other old you know greats from the '60s forward. Yeah, a great photographer in his own right and as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is really exciting. We we got to to see Jimmy Duck Holmes um, uh, on the Mississippi Gulf Coast for one of our um, bicentennial events earlier this year, and I've talked about this a lot on the show. But I'm a, I'm just crazy about this stamp, about the image, about yeah. the fact that we're honoring one of our living legends. Yes. And um, how cool to get to experience this! Uh, it literally on Jimmy's home grounds. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes it special. What do you think is the the magic of the Bentonia Blues Festival, and why it's been around so long and, and it's so popular to people? I think because I mean it, it's what people tell me is is that when they come here they feel um, they feel part of the community or part of the family. They they see the same people every year, um, and they meet new people, and and it's such a warm environment. They're like people literally talk to everybody. Um, and you meet people from all over the place. 
And you get such close access to the musicians. I, I, yeah. I just don't think that can be stressed enough. I mean, you mentioned that folks are hanging out, but even while they're performing, I mean, you can literally just kind of rest your head on the stage if you wanted right. to go that far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I was looking through the lineup this morning and getting really excited. Um, our team is going to be there representing the Mississippi Blues Trail, handing out information. We're going to have some fans to help everybody stay cool. Uh, but looking we, we through... This year we, we have some shade that's going to be set up, these the tarps, and then we got Mr. Fans to help people keep people cool. Um, so it, it'll be it'll be better. Oh, that's it'll wonderful. Be great, that's great. great. Well, that's I'm ready to, to sweat, you know. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah, I'm excited. I think we Mississippians are ready for that. Maybe those uh, those folks coming in from Canada, though, really will need those exactly, misters. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah. part of the experience for us. Uh, yeah, but. I, I, yeah. Michael, tell us a, a little bit about the day. Who's going to kick it, kick off the music? So the one of the, I mean, there's, there's a lot of special things, but this is something that I'm really, really excited about. Uh, last year, uh, Jenny was asked by the U.S. Embassy in Bolivia to come down as part of a cultural exchange. Wow! And so we went down, and, and he represented Mississippi to try to, you know, uh, explain and show people what the blues was about. Mississippi Blues, and uh, he met some musicians down there, and they just they just took to him, and uh, they they've been listening to to his music and to Jack Owens' music and to to uh, uh, you know some of the other old country greats, uh, including uh, Belton Sutherland, who was a guy that there's only two songs recorded of him by Alan Lomax, but. This year we're raising money for his headstone because he's buried in an unmarked grave. But they're going to perform one of his songs. Anyway, so the Bolivians, the ones that we met, we brought them up, and they're going to perform, and they're going to start the festival off. Oh, nice. Oh, that's really beautiful. What a beautiful cultural exchange right there. Yeah, it's amazing. Last night they were playing at the Blue Front, and they were playing. There was a guy sitting in, them, in with them from Virginia, and then there was a harmonica player, Dave Hundreder, who's from Duluth, Minnesota, sitting with them playing. Mm. Love that mix-up. Don't you just love that? It's That's music. Music just brings it all together. Yeah. Well, yeah. also on the lineup this year, you've got Leo Bud Welch, who's uh, just, uh, you know, a, a, a real favorite. Uh, one of yeah. my um, favorite musicians, Terry Harmonica Bean. You cannot be around that man without smiling. <laughs> he, um, is, he is infectious, yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, Bill Abel and Cadillac John, um, 19th Street Red, Mike Munson, and Wesley, uh, many others. Um, so just a great lineup this year. Um, do you have any, do we need any special directions on how to find the festival site? Are you going to have some signage that will get us back where we need to be? Yeah, this year we decided we might put some signs up because last year we forgot. Um, so there will be signs on the road. You go up north on 49. And at, just after you pass Bentonia, there's, I think, three or four exits to Bentonia, but just after you pass the northernmost one, you'll go up a hill and you'll see the signs and you turn down the road and, and you'll see the signs for parking and you'll hear the music and you can't miss it. Well, that's great. And, and you know, this is a free festival. Free. Uh, I know that the the stamp ceremony gets started at 1130. If you want to go out and uh, see uh, Governor Barber, um, all of these great folks um, presenting uh, this stamp, uh, literally own the own home soil. Uh, I I encourage it. I mean, the the ceremony we participated in on the Gulf Coast was really something I will never forget. So if you're 
able to get out, that would be great. And uh, music goes on all day. So uh, tell us uh, what time you plan to shut things down. And um, I, I imagine we can come and go. You can come and go. Uh, you know, you're, you're, everybody who's listening is going to get a free ticket to go to the show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's good. Um, and you can come and go as much as you want. The music will go. I think the last act is scheduled. But this is Bentonia, so you know, take that as for what it's worth. Scheduled to go on at nine, um, but they may go on nine thirty, nine forty-five, depending on how things go. Uh, and then they'll play probably till at least ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Beautiful. All right. Well, that's great. Well, uh, Michael, we thank you for being on. We're uh, looking forward to the Bentonia Blues Fest. That's tomorrow um, at the Holmes Family Farm. So just travel 49 and look for yep. the signs and, uh, and and open your ears for the sound. There you go. Follow yep. the sound. You'll see, you can see it from the road. You can't miss it. All right. Great. Well, thanks for being on the show, Michael. We'll see you tomorrow and look forward to it. Yeah. Bentonia Blues Festival. Always a good one. Um, can't wait to be there. And I love the fact that it's so close to Jackson. Right. You know, I, I love my, my Delta festivals. I love festivals around the state. But when I can, uh, you know, yep. cruise around 20 minutes outside of my there. front door, that's a really good thing. <laughs> exactly. Well, uh, in the studio joining us, we've got Sheila Brown. She's here to talk with us about MPB's Summer Learning Family Fun Day. So welcome, Sheila. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And now you are with MPB's education department. Yes, I am. And y'all stay pretty busy. Now we walk we through do. your area <laughs> when we come back to radio and oh, there's yeah. always something, you know, going over there. Yeah, we have a lot of energy up in there. So tell us a little bit about what you guys have going this summer. Well, tomorrow is our Summer Learning Family Fun Day. It's going to be held at uh, the Jackson Convention Complex uh, um, from 9 to 2, um, well, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Um, the theme this year is Shape Up and Read. We thought it was a great idea to um, include uh, health and literacy. We want the children uh, healthy, but we want them reading um, as well. So that was the 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 thought behind the theme this year. Well, Sheila, how is the MPB Education Department kind of keeping kids engaged this summer? Well, we have a lot of things going on. Right now, we're actually um, hosting some events at the uh, public library. So we do a summer summer learning library uh, event as well. So we have about 12 libraries that we've been going to um, this summer in the midst of all of this planning. Well, that's great. Libraries are such good partners. They are. Um, They really are. You know, public access, um, you know, very uh, wonderful, always a wonderful staff at at the library. So glad to hear about that partnership. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you mentioned that tomorrow's event at the convention complex here in Jackson is from nine to two and you're kind of combining health and reading. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, my mind just simply goes to a book about eating healthy. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I'm glad you said that, too, because I want everybody to know that we are going to have tables of books. I want every child that enters uh, the building to leave there with a book. It is very important to us that we um, build or help build uh, home libraries. So we want to make sure that the children are able to pick a book um, and take home with them. So that's, please don't forget to do that. That is so nice because mm-hmm. books are like records. It's so different Indeed. than reading it on a Nook or on an iPad and to Indeed. feel it, to open it, that's right. to look at the illustration. Mm-hmm. It is it's totally different than just owning it digitally. And, that's right. And I think kids are growing up too much like that. I agree. Don't I you? agree. Yeah. Yes, that's why it's very important. And we do a lot of things that in every event that we do, the education department makes sure that we promote our PBS programming, which is, you know, very educational. But along with those, we make sure that there's a related book. Yes. Mm-hmm. To yes. that. 
So we encourage parents to to purchase uh, books, take children to the libraries, take children to bookstores. Yeah. Uh, that was just one of the things that I really enjoyed when my kids were younger. Um, and that's why they love reading now. You right. know, have a favorite author. Those kind of things. As we're at the event tomorrow, we will be talking about those things with our parents. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, you know, I know a lot of parents are looking for things to do with their children Indeed. over the summer that are, you know, positive things mm-hmm. and not just sitting in front of the TV right. or playing video games. Games. Right. How do you? How does MPB kind of get the word out to parents? Well, we hope that at every event that we have, we we encouraging families to active view with mm-hmm. their children, and we're also encouraging them to read along uh, with us. And we also have our MPB uh, Kids Club. Yeah. And that is one of our big things is okay. that we're trying to encourage parents to sign their children up. Yeah. And, and I want to move for, forward with that um, and do something bigger is that each month there's a uh, something on the website that gets them to read the book, to um, engage in the activity that we will suggest yeah. and send some feedback you know, to us, whether it's you have the child to send the the art that they did related to the book or Mm -hmm. an email. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to keep track of the number of members that we get. And we also want to keep a record of the of the children who are sending things in, letting us know what they're doing. Exactly. Well, you know, I think we my my family, my little family would be a great candidate for the MPB Kids Club. It kind of reminds me of like the Mouseketeers. (laughs) You know, you could join the Mickey Mouse Club Um, because Wheezy, my little girl, is really in love with Ed said. Oh, that's good. I mean, he comes on and she starts to move. I mean, it's amazing <laughs> how magical that programming yes, is. Yes. Yeah. And and f- um, we're happy to say that Ed said we'll have be a pre- at the event tomorrow. Oh, excellent. So, yes. Ed said we'll be there along with a couple other characters. Uh, one of my favorite is Clifford. I'm so sorry. Clifford, the big red dog, is one of my absolute yeah. favorite. So, um, Come down, you'll see. There's more. I won't tell everything, but if you come, Ed said will be there along with Clifford and a few other surprises. Did Ed said uh, make a cameo at the at the <laughs> Emmys? <laughs> Ed said did real good. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes. yes, Ed said did real good representing Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Yes, that's indeed. for sure. But I want to also say that we are going to have three very special live shows of Bob the Builder. That's our live show this year. So I know a lot of children definitely watch the show. They're excited about it. Uh, I am. I'm, I love live shows. And so we hope that um, they're able to stay. There will be three, 10 o'clock, 1130 and one o'clock are so the live show times. What does that mean? Like a live show with Bob the Builder? Isn't he a cartoon? Uh, yeah. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say that you'll be very surprised of how those live shows oh, are, she's are done. Oh, she's leaving us Yeah, I can't yeah. give you a whole lot <laughs> of right. information, so okay. let me just say that. I, I like hints, you know. Yeah. Ask anyone in my family when it's like Christmas time, you know, I want a million hints, you know. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. You have no, to shut you down. I have to have some surprise for the kids <laughs> and the parents. and the Because this event is just, it's, it's a lot of hands-on activities that are planned related to our PBS programming. There are going to be some vendors who are there who are excited about coming and being a part of this along with us and uh, we encourage the parents to do those activities as well as the children so we look forward to seeing them interacting with each other and and last year we saw parents actually sitting on the floor doing activities with with their children I was amazed by that it's like the most beautiful picture you can get when you're at an event like this it's parents doing the activities with the kids and the whole family is working together right right 
Well, and just again, so great that you're able to offer this as uh, yes. a free event for mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think as we mentioned before with the uh, the Clinton Arts Council, I, I imagine a lot of people are coming home this weekend to yeah. spend time with uh, right. family for Father's Day mm-hmm. and a great exactly. thing to do with the cousins, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, the yeah, nieces indeed. and nephews. Indeed. Uh, so that's that's wonderful. And, you know, I, I believe one of the missions really of, of your summer learning yes. program is to curb what you guys call learning loss. Indeed, it is. Um, throughout the summer, we know children have so many things. They want to play baseball. They want to, you know, go outside and hang with their friends. They want to swim. Um, you know, they, they actually want to watch their other, you know, favorite shows. And, you know, you're going to go visit grandparents and visit cousins. But one of the things we want to make sure that they do is that they're continuing to learn something. You're right. You know, as, as throughout the summer. So we don't want a kids to, to not pick up a book and not watch something educational um, yeah. on MPB. Uh, we now have, you know, our new MPB 24-7 PBS 24-7. Exactly. We want kids watching that, exactly. you know, and then for the parents, what we suggest is that when you watch with them and then you do something that extends that show yep. or extends the book that you're going to read with them. Those That, too, is another thing that we'll talk about at the event with our families. Um, but, yeah, we don't We want gain. We don't want loss. If children are reading and and parents are taking them to places that they can do hands-on activities, such as this event tomorrow, we are very sure that these children are going to gain vocabulary. They're going to understand more science, um, you know, words and and techniques and things. We're pretty sure if that happens, uh, you know, the parents working with them. Don't don't just say, you know, they're out for the summer and they're taking a break. No, they don't take a break from learning ever. ever. And don't you take a break from learning. So we are definitely tackling that the best way we know how. Oh, I love the passion. Mm-hmm. Do you just feel I that? Oh, I got it. It's amazing. Oh, I love it. I well, love we got it. it. And I love that idea of, you know, let's let's watch uh, Sesame Street together, right. but yes. extending it at home. That's right. Yep. That's well, right. That's the best way you can do that. Yeah, I want to learn more about that for sure. So, Sheila, give us the details one more time about okay. uh, what's happening tomorrow. All right. Tomorrow at the Jackson Convention mm-hmm. Complex, Summer Learning Family Fun Day, Shape Up and Read, is from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m., Please come. It's a come and go. You don't have to stay the entire time, but you don't want to miss the special Bob DeBillo live shows either. So that's it. All right. Well, thank you, Sheila. We're really excited about this summer learning family fun day tomorrow. Yes, thank you for having uh, nine me. Nine to two at the Jackson Convention Complex. We're going to take a quick break. Um, if there are any local events you want to let us know about, call 877-MPB-RING. This is Next Stop Mississippi, and we'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi, joined today by my friend Kamel King. We have been all around this great state. Yes. Well, we've been mostly central. Let's yeah, be, all yeah, right, we'll, yeah, we'll be yeah. fair. Uh, we took a stop in Clinton to learn more about tomorrow's uh, live taping of Thacker Mountain Radio. Uh, Talked to, to our friends over in Bentonia. Bentonia. 
That's right. With the Blues <laughs> Festival, uh, I will plan to skip lunch and eat when I get on site because I know what's in store. Ooh, so, um, what say, do they have out there? Well, the last time I was there, I had, and this is something I don't know where to find around Jackson, but rib tips. Oh, do you yeah. know what those are? Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I like those. <laughs> so I think I'm going to have some rib tips in my future. And then we, of course, learned about MPB's summer learning program, mm-hmm. which you know. E&L is where you can get rib tips. Yeah. I, I had to jump in. <laughs> yeah, there you go. E&L, there's a gas station on Northside Drive called Sweet Daddy's, and then it's one across the street as well. You can get rib tips, pork, pork steak, all kind of stuff. So Glorious. E&L, yeah, glorious. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I am just like, yeah, showing myself. I definitely uh, I need to make a stop. I know where that shell is. <laughs> it's an Exxon, I think. <laughs> okay, Thanks okay. for plugging the shell, Exxon. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not local, but probably somewhat local, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, um, yeah, so moving right along, I'm really excited to be joined today by uh, one of um, uh, my old friends, uh, Milton Chambliss in Port Gibson. Welcome, Milton. Good morning, Mary Arthur. How are you doing this morning? We are doing really well. So pleased that you could make time to call in today from uh, beautiful Port Gibson. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, this is uh, still the town that uh, Ulysses S. Grant, uh, General Ulysses S. Grant, said was too beautiful to burn. Wow. Now, uh, you you guys over in Port Gibson, uh, you know, I just I love um, I love that community, a very special place. Like you said, too beautiful to burn. But, um, you know, Milton, you run the Economic Development District there. So um, the program you're doing, it, it might be kind of surprising for some people to come from an Economic Development Council. Uh, yes, but uh, uh, I messed up and I went to a creative economy a workshop uh, several <laughs> years ago, and uh, I don't know, just a bug hit me. And this area is just so rich uh, in so many historical categories and subjects, and um, uh, its history is so important to the history of Mississippi um, that um, when I started to calculate the potential tourism value of all we have in this part of the state it is just absolutely tremendous and uh so we're we're like a national treasure to the state uh, i i believe uh when you um look at um the gettysburgs and williamsburgs and uh some of the other really uh historic places um um many of those places are so developed and so populated uh that you sort of lose the uh, historical uh, flavor of the area. And, uh, and here, um, uh, our area is so intact, it's just not hard to imagine uh, what it was like, um, uh, for instance, at the time of the Vicksburg campaign in Mississippi. Well, uh, and... So- and that's what we're we're going to talk about today is uh, the Vicksburg campaign. You've got a really um, a- amazing lineup of programming happening next Friday, June twenty third, um, from ten to about three, um, throughout Port Gibson and Claiborne County. So, tell us a little bit about this um, particular angle you're taking on uh, Grant's Vicksburg campaign. Uh, yes, uh, every most people are, especially if you're familiar with the Civil War, you. Uh, um, you, you know about the Vicksburg campaign and how uh, and how uh, critical and strategic uh, that campaign was. 
but what many people uh, do not realize is that uh, uh, Grant's Vicksburg campaign in Mississippi actually started in Claiborne County. Hmm. Um, and we're going to tell the story of, uh, of how um, uh, General Grant's army, uh, through the many, many difficulties they had, uh, was actually able to uh, to get across the Mississippi River and actually start the Vicksburg campaign in Mississippi. Uh, so, uh, for your purists, uh, there's some argument about whether the first shots of Vicksburg campaign were, were fired at uh, Grand Gulf Military Park or at the Schaefer House, and uh, we want all of those uh, folk to come on down and prove their point. And, and uh, uh, and debate about which uh, uh, which was the uh, where the, where the first shots were fired. We don't mind that one bit, uh, but we have a special theme for this uh, program, and we're going to uh, tell uh, some some really overlooked and untold history of the United States colored troops of Mississippi of the Vicksburg campaign. Uh, many people don't know uh, that over 17,000 uh, formerly enslaved Mississippians uh, actually uh, fought for the United States Army during the Civil War. Wow. And another 6,000 uh, actually fought and served in the United States Navy uh, during the Civil War. And so we're going to bring some of those uh, some of those stories to life uh, next Friday, June 23rd, uh, in and around the Port Gibson area, starting at 10 o'clock a.m. And the programming will last at 3 o'clock p.m. Now this is the way it's going to work. Um, uh, at Grand Gulf Military Park, uh, we're going to have uh, James Monroe Trotter portrayed. James Monroe Trotter um, actually became the first African-American officer in the history of the United States Army, and he was from Grand Gulf, Mississippi. Wow. Wow, that's right. And we're going to, uh, uh, we're going to portray him and, uh, and tell his story and the stories of other uh, uh, great Mississippians. Uh, from that era uh, who served under the banner of the United States Colored Troops of Mississippi. Now, Milton, uh, don't you have a uh, kind of a personal tie uh, to this this legacy? Uh, yes, I do. Um, I actually have an ancestor, uh, my great-grandfather, uh, who was Marcus Chambliss, and he actually served in D Company, 52nd Regiment, United States Colored Troops of Mississippi, and um, and I will uh, actually personally portray him. I'm spilling a little. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> but uh, uh, and we will uh, we will tell his story and the uh, the story of uh, a pretty obscure battle that took place a year after the Vicksburg campaign ended that his regiment was involved in. Uh, at the at which is the Battle of Coleman's Crossroads, and so we're going to tell that story. And uh, the uh, Coleman's Crossroads is today's intersection of Highway 61 and Highway 552, which is the uh, 
a highway that leads you to Alcorn. So many people don't know it, but that is actually, that area is actually a Civil War battle site. Well, that's great. And and that is marked by one of our, um, you know, green state historical markers. So when people come down next Friday um, to uh, enjoy these uh, featured storytelling, um, that Grand Gulf Military Park, Claiborne County Welcome Center, the Chamber of Commerce and the Old Country Store in Lorman, uh, you know, they can uh, also pick up this really nice um, uh, brochure that that you guys have put together that marks 10 10 10 specific um, places of interest around Grant's Vicksburg campaign. Uh, Really, really interesting, fascinating stuff. Now, uh, Milton, is this um, is this something that people need to register for? Uh, how do you, how does how do how do you see the day playing out? Okay, the way uh, the way this day is going to work is that each of those locations, and we're actually going to have a couple more surprise locations that are not on the printed brochure, but they'll be on the schedule uh, for next Friday too. Uh, uh, one of them uh, is a an old cemetery. Uh, outside of Port Gibson called Golden West. And um, um, just thanks to the goodness of uh, some of the folk here, it was a, um, um, you know, it was, it was all grown up. Nobody could get to it. Many people didn't even know it's a cemetery. And it's on the National Register of Historic Places. And uh, that cemetery has been clean, uh, being cleared. And... Uh, um, one of the graves of the United States Colored Troops of Mississippi was discovered in that cemetery. Wow, Milton. Well, yeah. I, I must applaud uh, you and Claiborne County for really uh, putting a light on the contribution of the African-Americans who gave their lives uh, to the Vicksburg campaign in the Civil War. And we appreciate you for being on. This is definitely monumental. Thank you so much. Yes. Well, thank uh, you all for having us. Uh, the program will, um, uh, you will get a different portrayal at each one of the stops that uh, that you take. And uh, we're even going to be featuring uh, General Ulysses S. Grant himself. Uh, so, um, you know, thanks to the Mississippi uh, Bicentennial Commission and the uh, Mississippi Humanities Council and uh, so many others, uh, Claiborne County Board of Supervisors and uh, our local chamber of commerce and uh, the Claiborne County Historic Commission. I can just go on, right. and on uh, with the thank yous. Uh, but most of all, the people who are going to be volunteering, uh, some of whom will be outside in the hot sun in their Civil War uniforms. Mm. Yes, indeed. Uh, uh, portraying these real people. Uh, we just cannot thank them enough. Well, and we thank you, uh, you know, for sharing these, you know, as you said, kind of undertold Mississippi stories. And um, uh, for our listeners, uh, we've got uh, we've been speaking with Milton Chambliss in Claiborne County. The, this program will uh, featuring the United States Colored Troops of the Vicksburg campaign will take place next Friday, uh, June 23rd from 10 to 3. It'll be at uh, locations throughout 
Port Gibson and Claiborne County. And you can go to ClaibornWorks.com and find more information. And uh, really appreciate having you on today, Milton. Uh, before we close out the show, we've got just a few minutes left. We're going to talk a little bit about, uh, I guess we're going to give you a big sneak peek, if you will, into uh, next weekend's Mississippi Bicentennial Celebration North. Now, we've talked a lot about uh, the big party we had on the Gulf Coast in April, but we're moving on up to North Mississippi. Yes, indeed. Can't wait to get up there. I mean, it's just going to be a full week of events leading up to the governor's concert uh, in at the Grove Stage in Oxford on June 24th. Oh, my God. I mean, being headlined by Marty Stewart. You got Mac McAnally coming out, Steve Azar. You've got Vasti Jackson, uh, Shannon McNally, the We Are Mississippi Orchestra and Chorus. It, it, uh, we're also going to have David Lee, who is the most... I mean, sought after Elvis in person. <laughs> I wouldn't even call him Elvis in person. He has some tribute artist. Tribute artist. He has some of his blood running through him. That's right. This governor's concert is on Saturday, the 24th, and um, it's free and open to the public. Folks are encouraged to bring their grove chairs, bring their blankets, bring a picnic, and uh, come out um, early in the afternoon. We're going to kick the music off at 5 with Ann Freeman and the Garbage Sons, a great uh, local band out of Oxford. And then, of course, uh, that governor's concert with the orchestra. And Marty Stewart will uh, begin after that. So a great afternoon in the Grove. But there are events happening throughout Oxford all week long. Um, I am actually going to make a point to get up to Oxford on Wednesday so um, I can be uh, uh, present for the sort of the official opening of the 200 Years of Statehood exhibit at the J.D. Williams Library. They've got Ralph Eubanks, a great writer, um, who's going to be there offering remarks. So a wonderful uh, program there. um, and, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, Thacker Mountain uh, live from Clinton, uh, which is tomorrow. Uh, but next uh, Friday, we're going to do another live taping of Thacker Mountain from the Grove. Uh, it's going to be a great night. Um, uh, a lot of great performers. So Denton May, Shardae Thomas. Uh, yeah, yeah really exciting. Yeah, so a lot of young, awesome right. uh, performers there. Uh, a family fun day at the University Museum on Saturday. So just so many things going on throughout the weekend. Right, right. Uh, and then we'll close out the weekend back in the Grove with this wonderful bluegrass band called Blackwater Trio and have our family fun day. So uh, if, if you want to learn more about this, uh, please uh, check out org slash 200. And uh, we'll see you in Oxford next weekend. Yes, We're going to be uh, broadcasting live from the Grove um, for Next Stop Mississippi. So that's all for today. We want to thank our guests and listeners. I'm Mary Margaret Miller asking you to stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is up next right here on MPB Think Radio. Mama wants to know, am I washed in the blood or just in the water? Daddy wants to know if I make enough to take it.